This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to jump right into it because I got questions about about these Rockets, man. I, I thought when we started these podcast, when we started this podcast, the H-Town Hoops podcast, that we were covering the loser, man. And yeah, I know. I know it's still, for the most part, is a loser, one of the worst teams in the NBA. But look, man, all of a sudden, they are four and three in their last seven games. And I just keep going back to about a week or two ago when we were coming off of a win. And I'm like, hey, Adam, we're not going to talk about too many wins this season. And and we won't, to be sure. But like in the grand scheme of things. But it, it, it's funny that we would come and start this within that time when they're starting to get hot. And so lo and behold, of course, you guys all saw it. Double overtime win. Thrilling victory for the Rockets, 132 to 123 again in double overtime against the Philadelphia Rockets or the, you know, like however you want to look at it. James Harden, Sixers with a bunch of Rockets on it. Double overtime game. We sat next to each other at Toyota Center for this game. And I just want to ask you, man, is. Are, are they ruining the dream? Do they do they not see the vision that so many Rockets fans have for them of bottoming out this year? And I mean, are are the Rockets too good for their own good? I mean, it's not like they're going to be competing for a play-in spot anytime soon this year. I mean, they are still they still have the second worst record in, in the Western Conference. Uh, let's see, they are fourth worst in the league. So I mean, this is just you're going to go through these types of stretches remember it was around this time last year where they won seven straight games so you're not losing every single game um they won 20 last year that was kind of the baseline for what you would expect this season but even after all this it's not like they're going to win you know many if, if they get to 25 i think they would be happy with that uh if they get to 30 i think they would be pretty surprised at this point but they had a baseline. You have a baseline. That means you're going to win some games every now and then. I think the schedule has eased up just a little bit. I think it's been nice for them that they've been able to play some home games. I mean, if, when you look, they played nine home games this season, which is, which matches Denver with the fewest number of home games. They're four and five. So they're actually playing okay at home. It's just that they're getting killed on the road, and that's what happens with young teams. Yeah, I think it's maybe easy to forget now since they're having this success and, and especially since they're – going down this stretch of eight or nine games at home, but they started with 10 of 13 games on the road and they had the league's toughest strength of schedule based on opponents and the road games through the first 24 games of the season. And so that's what they've been up against on top of the fact that they are who they are. So, so I, I mean, I, I, I think there's a lot to what you're saying about the, 
schedule letting up for them and this sort of being part of the ebbs and flow of a season. But I, I, I do sort of snicker a little bit at the pro tanking crowd because we're in Houston where only one of the pro teams is good and we're tanking is so much part of, of, of the conversation. And, you know, there is a, there is a, a, a prospect that everyone likes or that there seems to be some consensus on in Wimbanyana um, coming up in 2023. So I, I, I think it's funny whenever <laughs> there's this conflict for people who want good things to happen for the team. And these are good moments, um, but also are like starting to get worried that they won't be able to accomplish that ultimate goal of, of being able to, to get that player. But, but one thing I'll say, Adam, and, and this is what I want to get into you with about the progress of the team. But like, I, I think more than anything, when wins or losses or whatever it is, it's like, it's the way these wins are happening or the, the, the way that they're playing when these moments happen. I mean, you look at, you look at, you take Monday night, for example, obviously they're led by Jalen green and Kevin Porter jr. But, I mean, you have some really big moments from guys like Tari Eason, who we'll talk about a little bit later, and Jabari Smith Jr. I think I think the fact that it was such a big rookie day is, you know, really cool for Rockets fans or people who are like, you know, invested in the development of of the team overall. But I mean, I, w- I wanted to ask you, where, where have you seen the most progress? Because obviously for them to for them to be four and three in their last seven games, obviously there's been some progress somewhere. Where would you say that you've seen it the most? You know, I don't know if there has been really a whole lot of progress. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm just saying I don't know if they're necessarily playing that much different, you know, right now than they were before this stretch. I mean, you look at the numbers, the offense has been better. I mean, they they are shooting the ball better. They're getting to the line a little bit more, you know, uh, for the season – they are at uh, 109.7 points per 100 possessions. That's actually 114.8 over the last five games. So that's a big improvement. Defensively, they've gotten worse. They're turning the ball over more, but they're shooting the ball better from three. They're getting to the free throw line a little bit more. So from a team standpoint, I think that's what you're seeing. But you're, you're also, I mean, if, if Devin Booker makes, you know, Devin Booker had two pretty good looks to win the game on Friday. He makes one of those. It's a different story. James Harden had a good look from three to win the game on Monday. If he makes that, then it's a different story. Then maybe we're thinking a little bit different about it. So I don't think that they're doing anything a whole lot different. Uh, I think that you're seeing some individual play uh, that's been a little bit better, specifically um, with Jabari Smith Jr. You're going to talk about Eason. I think that he's been a little bit better too of late. Um, but I, I guess I guess the one thing that you look at, maybe they're closing games better. But it's not like any of these have been – they had the one resounding win. They had the one resounding win against Oklahoma City. But against Atlanta, they came from, what, 17 points down. Against Phoenix, they came from from way down to win that game. And then they got off to a bad start against the Sixers on Monday. So uh, I just think that you're going to win some games. I, I don't necessarily think that anything is demonstrably better today than seven games ago. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And see, for me, the, the last part that you just mentioned is, is what's better to me, is that it feels like there was a point where you wouldn't be able to rely on them to win those types of games. Like, they're starting these games off horribly, looking like exactly the team that we kind of expected them to be, in some cases, even worse. But... The, the fact that they're coming back from these deficits and then I would point to this most recent one, the, the, the double overtime win against the Sixers as a really good example of the kind of game that you could count on them to lose in the past. That And, and I know this was kind of a narrative after the game where Steven Silas was saying, hey, you know, however long ago we might not win this game. And, and I think maybe it was Tari Eason or someone else who, who mentioned it as well. I, I, I read about or, or read a quote that was similar to what uh, to what Silas has said. I, I kind of agree with them there that there is, and we've talked about this, I guess, in previous episodes about the maturation, the maturity of maybe specifically Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr., but really the team overall. I feel like there is something to be said for, I don't know, it's a little bit cliche when they talk about learning how to win games and, and, and all of that sort of thing, but I do think that there's something to be said for experience, and trial by fire and again maturity and so i guess maybe that's where where i see improvement i would say offensively i feel like there's more ball movement they're moving the ball around a little bit better and like you mentioned they're getting into the paint well especially against the sixers doing a good job of getting to the rim or trying to force the issue a little bit and yeah i I would say that's the probably the main thing on the court but Sort of intangibly, it seems like coming from behind, closing out games, showing that they showing that they can actually close out a game and and, and, and win a close game late or, or overcome a deficit and overcome themselves in a lot of ways. Yeah, but how does does your opinion of that differ at all? If Booker makes the twenty footer, if Harden makes the three on Monday, because then all of a sudden. You didn't win those two games. No, it's a little no. bit different. Oh, that- no, 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 no. I, I don't, I don't think it changes at all. Like we talked about on the last episode, how lucky, how strange and lucky of an ending that was for them. And, and, and then, of course, with the Sixers, I thought, you know, like you think about, they, they're down ten to nothing to start the game. Like uh, there's that, there's that third quarter where, if not for Tari Eason's eleven points and some energy there, that, you know. The, they had a lot of opportunities to lose both both teams. I mean, if we're honest about it, the the Sixers and the Rockets both had opportunities to win the game and, and did not seize them. That's how we wound up in the overtime situations to begin with. It was like neither team wanted to take the game by the reins. Like that was that was so, sort of a theme. So I, I would say no, my opinion doesn't change, but I guess I am I guess I, I feel like I am seeing some level of resolve that and maybe it's a, a product of the result. Like they, they come out and win the game and, and my judgment is clouded by it a little bit. Maybe I am guilty of that. But 
I don't know, man. Like I, I just see a little bit more fight, and it seems like it's a little bit more of a kind of a mature down the stretch uh, performance by a team. I, I don't think that's wrong. I, I do think that they are playing with a little more. Uh, I don't know if maturity is the right word to use, but they, they are definitely like they're not getting overcome, overwhelmed by the big moment. And I do think that's important. I think what you said about resolve has been, is really important because they don't win that Hawks game without it. And I think that Hawks game is really what got this started where the Hawks, you know, Trey, uh, Trey young and DeJounte Murray really were disrespecting them. And they said, no, we've had enough of this. And then they really turned it on and they played well and they kind of waved, uh, waved the Hawks out of the gym, you know, towards the end of the game. So I, I do think that that's where, you're probably seeing the growth. I, I do think that just for for these rookies who are now getting a taste of the NBA, I think they're starting to figure it out a little bit more. That's we'll talk about that with Eason, but I brought that up specifically with him uh, after the game last night. So I, yeah, I, I, there's certainly progress being made. Uh, I don't know if, if there's as much progress being made as people want to think. I just think that they're just ha- they just happen to be winning games at this point. 